0: Listener advisory. This is just a stupid podcast we're doing for shits and giggles. So we apologize to any of you poor bastards that have to be subjected to, well, you know, all of this. If you stick around long enough, I'm sure you'll see what I mean. If you find dark humor and discussing awful shit with a bit of levity distasteful, well, how do you exist? Seriously, you must have a secret and I don't even want it. But really, this podcast will not be for you. And you'd probably be better off listening to any of the more somber-toned, true-crime podcasts that are available. For those of you still listening, you sick and twisted fucks, welcome to the worst. If we did this right, hopefully you won't like yourself by the end, but you'll laugh. Hello and welcome to the worst, the podcast of everything that is (laughs) the the worst. worst. I'm your host, Mark, and sitting next to me is my lovely wife and co-host, Gina, Hello. And together we are Mental Illness Theater. Woo. Especially tonight.
1: Oh, no. What are you talking about?
0: (laughs) The edible special.
1: No. Yes. How are you doing?
0: (laughs) How are you doing this fine evening? Um, Actually, the middle of the night now, it's 420
1: a.m. I'm enjoying having no responsibilities tonight. Mm. Because I can do a lot of edibles. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yep. You want to hear a story?
1: Yes, please.
0: Well, today we're covering a fun one.
1: I know. Yeah.
0: This this is one that was on the list for a while and it was a honey pack. And it it's took me one a while of my
1: favorites to, yeah, because it, it's so ridiculous. It kind
0: of took me a while to figure out how to, I wanted to do it. Yeah. And then it kind of just, oh, wait, I have a way of doing this. <laughs> we're covering a very recent one, which literally made the state shit. It's collective pants.
1: <laughs> I
0: mean, there's no other way to put it. It was probably one of the most horrific things.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: That's happened in a while to an American state as a whole. Uh, Today we're covering the Hawaiian Missile Crisis or the Hawaiian Missile Scare. I don't know which one it usually goes by. I think it's crisis. I think crisis. I saw it more commonly. Yeah. Either way.
1: Either way. Scare. Crisis.
0: Fucking terrifying. Mm -hmm. Like.
1: An entire state needed a new pair of underwear that day.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And some time on Pornhub, apparently. Because, you know.
1: Well, I mean, you've got to furiously jack it if you're about to die. <laughs> Just after. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Woo! What a relief! <laughs> the collective sigh of relief, followed by, yeah. <laughs> I ain't jacking one out. I uh, wonder what the most popular <laughs> type was that day. But we'll get to that. <laughs> So, yeah. I'm sure
1: you can find the statistics. Yeah,
0: by request, that is what we're covering today, is the Hawaiian Missile Scare of 2017.
1: By my request. Which yeah. or
0: 2018, sorry. I'm already screwing 17. up the date. 2018. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I totally fucked this up from the start.
1: No, I'm sure you're right. I
0: have to look now. <laughs> 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 I'm high and I'm sure wait wait did i totally mess this up
1: when was it 2018
0: all right all right on january 13th 2018 residents and visitors of hawaii received an alert on their phone tvs and radio at 807 a.m saying (laughs) if it was in text all caps you're about to die emergency alert and then in all caps Ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. That's the sound of the state shitting itself. Oh yeah. When they got this alert, most people collectively shit their pants and got ready to dive in. Because this is going to be bad. Yeah. They knew that, according to experts, if this was a real missile coming from North Korea, they had about 20 minutes to find cover before total nuclear annihilation
1: get out of your desk kids
0: the desk is not going to help for the next 38 minutes and 13 seconds the people of hawaii rushed to their loved ones said their goodbyes and tried to get to some place that might survive a blast conceivably or they didn't because some people were just
1: yeah right yeah and go stand on the beach
0: Finally, after multiple officials had tried to explain that the message was a false alarm on their own personal media accounts, the agency that had sent the alert was able to send a follow-up message saying, quote, there's no missile threat or danger to the state of, of Hawaii. Repeat, false alarm. Psych! 38 minutes, 13 seconds.
1: Yeah, it's a long 38 minutes and 13 seconds.
0: You're feeling that one. Yeah. So how the fuck did this happen? What were the conditions that created the fact that this was actually taken seriously? Because, like I mentioned to you writing this, if somehow a false alarm that the UK has just sent a fucking nuke at uh, France, there would be panic, but I think there would be a lot of confusion too. Like, why? What's going on? What's happening? Whereas the threat from North Korea was like, oh no, that's probably fucking real, considering, you know, who was responsible for it? Who <laughs> <laughs> how? You know, why did it take so long to send a follow-up message? Right? And how did people react? And that's what we're getting into.
1: Yeah.
0: All of that.
1: The fun stuff.
0: So, yeah, so it's not like this alert came out of nowhere, right? And we're going to have to talk a little bit about North Korea's nuclear and missile fucking capabilities and their programs and shit, and their history of tests. <sighs> Also, this was the height of the U.S.-North Korea diplomatic crisis, and unfortunately, that means we're going to have to talk about both Donald Trump and Kim Jong
1: Un. Oh, our favorite people.
0: For full disclosure, I'm not a fan of either, but I did try to keep it even. I wouldn't say impartial, but it's I didn't get in. I didn't want to make it hours of just ripping on Trump. It's just, right? It's stupid. You know, there's no point. You know, you either like him or you don't. Blah blah blah. So.
1: We're probably not going to be the ones to change your mind.
0: I've stuck to relevant stuff where basically these guys said stuff that was actually upping the ante. And they both do. They're
1: Of course they do. They both don't. They're know. dick swingers.
0: It wasn't a good scene. No. North Korea, one of the major pariah states of the world, and probably the worst that is in a total failed state like, you know, Somalia or fucking Haiti.
1: Yeah, right. You
0: know, after you get out of that level, they're the next pariah state. Yeah. They have a long history of missile and nuclear tests, although to be fair,
1: most of them are failures.
0: Because it's North Korea, most of them are complete, abject failures. (laughs) The roots of the North Korean nuclear program can be traced to January 2003, when North Korea withdrew from the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty, followed in early 2005 when the country announced it had developed nuclear weapons. This was, quote, For its self-defense. Oh, yeah. Obviously, because that's why you get nukes.
1: Yeah. Hmm. It's all about self-defense. Yeah, right. The other guys have nukes, so I need nukes to feel safe.
0: Right. If you're going to have a big deck, I need a big deck. Yeah. Yeah. Nuclear decks. Yes. It basically is. Oh, God. (laughs) This was followed by North Korea's withdrawal from the six party talks. This was basically annual talks between both Koreas, North and South, the U S China and Russia, also Japan. And it was about basically making sure almost the airing of grievances. Yeah. Any little petty stuff that's, you know, let's, you know, talk about stuff. How's everybody doing? Is anyone freaked out by anyone else? And obviously it was mostly about North fucking Korea.
1: Because they're the problem.
0: They freak out every country on that list.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Even China's like, yeah. I mean, you know, China's ambivalent. Yeah. yeah, So for the most part, the early part of North Korea's missile like testing program, it was not. It was basically Scud missiles modified a little bit. And if you remember the first Persian Gulf War. Scuds are ones that are heavy. I
1: do remember. Yeah, about
0: 500 kilometers range. They're dangerous as fuck, but they're not the rangiest. Yeah, they can't
1: go that far.
0: They're not making it to America. No. It was basically these just modified. That was until July 5th, 2006, which is close to July 4th. North Korea has a tendency to do its tests. Yeah. Right around Independence Day for the Americans.
1: You know. Yeah.
0: They're assholes that way. On that day, North Korea launched the Typo Dong 2. <laughs> yep. The Typo Dong. I'm b-
1: pretty sure we carried that at work.
0: How big was it? <laughs> it was huge. Was it useless? Because this was useless.
1: That's definitely useless.
0: <laughs> this was a floppy dong.
1: Mm-hmm. The biggest one that we carried was just a joke. Like, you wouldn't have been able to You'd think a-
0: it was a joke.
1: I hope it was a joke.
0: The Fist of Adonis.
1: And you know, we sold that too, but that wasn't a joke. People actually used that. <laughs> the long, like the giant novelty comedy penis. <laughs> floppy. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone's really using that. It's a little too floppy. Like we mentioned
0: in the last episode. Idiocracy. Yeah. The giant purple dildo stuck to the fucking hood of the car. <laughs> yeah. This was
1: flesh colored, but it's the same idea.
0: <laughs> Just wagon. It's
1: huge and wagon. It's not doing much. <laughs>
0: Welcome to my world. <laughs> so, Eddie, back on track. The Typo Dong-2 was a missile that America believed had the range of about six thousand kilometers or thirty-seven hundred miles, and that would bring Alaska within range of attack. So they kind of collectively shit their pants.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, gotta pay attention now. This is worrisome. Yeah.
0: North Korea countered this claim. They said the missile only had a range of 4,000 kilometers, you know, 2,500 miles. And that meant you couldn't hit Alaska. I think you could hit Guam. Yeah. You know. But still, you could reach out. You're getting there. Yeah. It's not something you should be like, oh, this is fine.
1: Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, you know that.
0: Because, I mean, it's hard to defend North Korea. Yeah. It really is. What do you say? You guys are fucked. On the day of the test, all debate about the missile's range seemed to move, though. <laughs> after 42 seconds of flight, the missile failed and crashed shortly after. But North Korea called this a success. Of course. For good old Kim Jong-il.
1: Hey, we got it off the ground.
0: It got off the ground, and it did fly for like three minutes. It's just after 42 seconds, it wasn't controlled. Mm. It was just kind of going. You know, going, it was spitting out. Which is a good... I like that. For three quarters of the time that it flew, it was completely out of control. <laughs> don't
1: worry about it. Yeah. We don't need control of the rocket.
0: Later that year, North Korea's new nuclear program culminated in its first underground test on October third, two thousand six. In a perfect North Korean style, it was a total fucking mess.
1: <laughs> Despite, yes, it
0: was. yep despite Kim Jong-il, and I miss him, oh, I miss him, announcing the test to the world and declaring North Korea's entry into the nuclear race, it was basically like the short bus entering a race because as Archer has taught us, North Korea is the nation-state equivalent of the short bus. Yeah. Yeah. What happened during the initial test is debated, with North Korea claiming everything went perfectly because Kim Jong-il eats the sun and drinks the sky. Yeah. Well, most experts believe it was a misfire or a fizzle at best. <laughs> and they basically judge this from the low seismic activity and radioactivity okay. afterwards. Because well, obviously. I
1: mean, we can tell. Underground,
0: yeah. it leaves a seismic in, you know. Yep. It makes an impact. And radioactivity is, no matter how deep you are, something's going to get out. Yeah. Yeah. If the test had gone smoothly, North Korea had decided to enter the nuke club with a tiny example of their might. A little tiny example. Which doesn't seem North Korean style. No. I figure if they're setting off a nuclear bomb for the first time. They think it's a big one. Or at least a test they're going to want to show. Yeah. Yeah. Experts concluded that if it was a nuclear test at all, because that's also debated, the yield was less than two kilotons, about the size of a tactical nuke, which is pretty small. For scale that we would understand, at least we would, I don't know if anyone else will, but the Halifax explosion was three kilotons. Still a huge fucking explosion. The Halifax explosion was an ammo ship that got hit by another boat Caught fire and exploded in 1917. So, I mean, if we could do that by mistake in 1917 and you meant to do this with nuclear force, you came in at two kilotons. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't come in with a bag.
1: No, no, not a huge one. (sighs) Yeah.
0: Even though the missile and the nuclear tests were both abject failures, North Korea now at least had the ability to make some kind of nuclear bomb and some type of missile to deliver it as long as the target was 42 seconds away or less. Yeah. And you didn't care where it went afterwards. Yeah, right. So they got this figured out.
1: Totally. Yeah.
0: It kind of makes me think of uh, the mole people. And is it Futurama? Where they hit the Cyclops people? Yeah, just by launching, because they can't see shit. (laughs) Reminds me of North Korea launching missiles, just, we don't know, we're just shooting them. It would be three years before North Korea did its second underground nuclear test. In May 2009, another small yield test that yielded about two and a half to six kilotons. So getting bigger. Yeah, a little bigger. Yep. Still not amazing. No. No. Afterwards, they had a test in 2013 and two in 2016, all increasing in power, so they're getting their shit together. Yeah. Unfortunately, in the September 9th, 2016 test, a yield of 10 to 25 kilotons was detected, and this was more than enough to set off serious alarm bells, because that's serious. Yeah. Now you've, you've graduated to. You know how to make. You knew how to make the bomb and not make it explode. Yeah. Because, like. With the Trinity test, the original ones for the Second World War, the ones we, you know, America dropped on Japan. That was the hardest thing, honestly, was figuring out how do we actually make this explode properly. Yeah. So it just doesn't fizzle and, yeah. So they're they're figuring it out. North Korea is. Hmm. The lovely North Korea. Hooray. That can't produce food for its people. (laughs)
1: Yeah, no, but we can make bombs.
0: <laughs> Big fucking bombs, because nuclear dick.
1: Yeah, that's way more important than food for our people.
0: You can't wag people in the face of other world leaders. Yeah, right? You can with bombs. Yeah. It's called the typo dong.
1: <laughs> God damn it. It
0: only lasted 42 seconds.
1: <laughs> ah.
0: Direct it and then the last a couple more minutes, apparently. Yeah,
1: but that yeah. was just flailing. <laughs>
0: He's pushing rope. Yeah. Just pushing rope at that point, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> During this time, North Korea yeah. tested a few more modified Scuds every couple years, and the Typo Dong was not tested again after its 42 second flight.
1: <laughs> oh, the Typo Dong was retired.
0: <laughs> it was. But in 2017, North Korea upped the ante by starting testing of the Hwasan 12 ballistic missile. This was a missile with a range of 6,000 kilometers, and that put Alaska back in range. Once again, America kind of freaks out a little bit, because if you can hit Alaska, the rest of America is coming.
1: Mm.
0: You know, Alaska's not that far away. No one cares about Canada. No. No. We're going to hit the fucking Yukon?
1: Yeah, right. Fuck the Yukon.
0: Three missile tests were conducted in April 2017, and they all failed, one of them hilariously and spectacularly. (laughs) The first two tests, there weren't a whole lot of details about them except for, you know, they didn't work. Yeah. But the test on April 28th was special. It failed shortly after takeoff and crashed into an industrial area on the outskirts of a city, the outskirts of the city of Tokshan in central North Korea. So they shot it and basically shot the middle of their country.
1: Good job. Yeah.
0: There was a lot of damage to multiple buildings that I'm pretty sure you can still see on Google Maps because it's North Korea. Yeah, right. What are you going to do, rebuild it? But of course, there was no word on casualties because... no, well, there's no people there. There's no way that would happen. That would uh, be terrible. Yeah. Uh, we definitely didn't kill him. He eats the sun and drinks the sky, honey. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now, there's been a lot of talk, mostly tweeting by Trump and and North Korea. You know, there's a lot of talk starting up at this time. And one thing that Trump did say, I don't know if it was in a tweet, I think it was, in late 2000, September 17th, was, quote, there's a chance that we, the United States, could end up having a major, major conflict with North Korea. This is also fucking, I love this. This did not help. It was a major mistake by the Trump administration. Trump tweeted he was sending an armada. Just tweeted it. I'm sending an armada out there. And it was claimed aircraft carrier USS Carl Vinson and other ships were sent to the area. Problem was they weren't. They were going a completely different way. They never got orders to go anywhere. But still, because he tweeted it.
1: Of course.
0: And Kim Jong-un was not impressed with this. He was legitimately freaked out that hmm, he's sending an aircraft carrier to kind of camp out next to the Korean peninsula. This isn't going to be good. Yeah, I don't like this. So this is kind of where the war of words starts with two of the biggest political idiots who have existed in a while, which is fun. That's what makes this part fun. Yeah. It's not like some two, like someone competent beating on someone incompetent. This is just two idiots flailing at each other. Yeah. I also love that these missile tests were accompanied by photos of Kim Jong Un inspecting the missile God. or photoshops. To me, it looked pretty Photoshop. Oh
1: yeah. And
0: there's one. There's not even a missile in the frame, and it's just officials next to him. And I swear to God, it looks like he's giving or giving a Wayne and Garth type swing to it. It is like, swing. It looks like he's getting a bone over a missile, which oh I'm not even my sure God. existed. Well, I'm sure it existed because they do shoot it and blah, blah, blah. But whether he actually looked at it or not. Right. I'm sure, he did. Good God. Unfortunately, on May 14th, this crazy North Greens got it right and a missile was launched that flew for 30 minutes, traveling 700 kilometers that hit an altitude of 2,000 kilometers. And this caused some mild pants shitting. Mm hmm. Yeah.
1: I got to pay attention to that.
0: Right, because, yeah. yeah, now the North Koreans had nuclear capabilities and a missile, the possibility to deliver it at least to Alaska yes. or anywhere in the Pacific. I'm pretty sure if you can hit Alaska, you can hit Hawaii. Exactly. Yeah. It's
1: a hell of a lot closer than Alaska.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, North Korea now had a missile they could launch that could hit things and nukes. Not sure if you can still put those two together, because that's still a whole other thing, making warheads.
1: Right. But still,
0: this is not something you just blow off. No. Things have become pretty fucking serious in 2017 here. Yeah.
1: Hey, North Korea. How's it going?
0: They're a lovely, lovely place. Want to go on a vacation there? No, thank you. Are you sure? Yes. You know, the case of Otto Warmbler, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So now we're going to talk about him really quickly. (laughs) He was a 21 year old American who entered North Korea as a guided tourist, which I love guided tourist.
1: Oh, that's all they allow. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. They got to show you what you're allowed
0: to see. You have a guard with an AK-47. Yeah. Like following you at all times. Oh, yeah. And he entered the country on December 29th, 2015. He was later arrested at Pyongyang Airport on January 2nd for trying to steal a propaganda poster from his hotel, and he was sentenced to 15 years hard labor. Yep. Turns out he would have been lucky to get 15 years hard labor. Yeah, right. Shortly after his sentencing, Warmbler suffered a neurological injury while in custody, and he fell into a coma that lasted over a year. North Korea didn't disclose his condition until June and then said it was from, I love this. You remember what they said it was from? No, I don't. <laughs> botulism and a sleeping pill. Ouch. Because apparently botulism is just a thing in North Korea that's like, oh yeah, he you, you, you got botulism. Yeah,
1: everybody gets it. Everybody gets botulism. I can't see many countries. I love it that
0: it's an excuse to cover for something, and they decided to go for... Botulism. Botulism. How are conditions in lovely North Korea?
1: Botulistic.
0: It's a good word. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, botulistic. <laughs> and a sleeping pill, which I'm yeah. sure isn't a good combo. No. Yeah. You, if you have botulism...
1: Yeah, right? You might not want to take a sleeping pill.
0: There are pills you probably should take. Actually, no. Isn't botulism one of those ones? If you get it, you're fucked.
1: I feel like maybe.
0: Yeah, you're fucked. Like, they can, like, make it so you don't die, but you're going to need treatment for the rest of your life. Don't eat from the dented can.
1: Yeah. Or a puffed up can.
0: Yeah, ooh, yeah. That's the worst That's one. That's
1: the sure sign. <laughs> mm. I'm hungry now. I made mean, Scotty.
0: You did. Warmbler was later released in June. I think it's 2017. Yeah, it is. Warmbier was released in June and got back to the US on June 13th. He then died on June 19th, 2017. So, yeah. they <laughs> something happened to Warmbier. He was arrested for stealing a poster, sentenced to 15 years hard labor. Something happened to him while under still in custody. No one said anything about it until they did, released him back home, and he died. Promptly died. Less than a fucking week later. A coroner's report from the U.S. stated that Warmbier died from an unknown injury, which caused a lack of oxygen to the brain, but internal scans did not find any signs of fractures to the skull.
1: So he had an anoxic brain injury. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So probably choked.
1: Yeah, likely. Or yeah. Uh, waterboarded. Yeah. It could also be caused by that. Anything that cuts off oxygen to your brain for a significant period of time. Which there are lots of time. ways. Yep.
0: And if you're the North Korean regime, I'm sure you know lots of ways. Exactly. Yeah. I know, I'm sure they know very creative ways yeah. to cut off the blood flow. Yeah. A U.S. federal court found the North Korean government liable for warmer years torture and death. And North Korea didn't even contest the case. No. They were just kind of like, yeah. yeah, first, we don't care. And second,
1: yeah, whatever. we don't
0: care. In 2019, U.S. President Donald Trump caused controversy by saying that he believed the word of North Korean leader Kim Jong-un that Kim was not responsible for Warmbier's death. In response, Kim
1: didn't do it.
0: Yeah, but he also said the regime. I should have put Kim's regime. Uh, That's my mistake. He basically said, I believe you're sorry. Uh, Yeah, he choked in his sleep. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. 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 In response, Warmbier's parents criticized Trump for, quote, making excuses for Kim and his evil regime. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Kind of.
1: Yeah, I have to agree with them.
0: So on July 4th, 2017, North Korea launched another missile, this time suspected of being an improved version of their previous one. This was a true ICBM, which is a intercontinental ballistic missile, not to get into. It's just it yeah. goes higher and uses multiple stages sure, and goes forever. further. Yeah, exactly. This missile flew for almost 40 minutes on a lofted shot that traveled almost 1,000 kilometers. So they're also lofting so it doesn't go as far. Because the further it goes, the more you're freaking people out. If you put it on trajectory, it doesn't look as far, but it is. Yeah, Yeah. it is. Yeah, it is. This was a huge step for North Korea. This isn't just revamped scuds. This is full on. And launching it on July 4th.
1: Uh, that sends a little message.
0: That's a nuclear dickwag in
1: America. Oh, I mean, yeah, there's it no is.
0: other. Way. It's just
1: uh, no. It clearly is.
0: Hang it out here in the Pacific.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys are having your fireworks shows, and we're having our fireworks show. <laughs> Which one's better?
0: One of the few times you'll hear me say it, I prefer the
1: American. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Judging from the distance traveled and the trajectory of the missiles, it was determined that these launches had a theoretical range. Of nearly 7,000 kilometers or about 4,200 miles. Jesus Christ. So some, that's some serious shit.
1: That's fucking.
0: Yeah. Far. And also the next stage of the rocket, not the rocket, but like missile production, it was said it had a range of 10,000 kilometers or nearly 6,500 miles. So that. Pro- Basically, you're fucked. If that was true, that would make mainland America as far inland as Denver, Chicago, and yes, even Boise within the range of North Korean missiles.
1: Hooray! You have
0: to say Boise.
1: Good old Boise.
0: We love Idaho. I I don't know anything about Idaho. I know they make good potatoes. (laughs) In response to this missile launch... Trump tweeted, quote, North Korea has just launched another missile. Does this guy have anything better to do with his life? (laughs) Through state media outlets, Kim Jong-un shot back with, quote, the American bastard would not be very happy with his gift sent on the July 4th anniversary.
1: Wag that dick. Yep. God damn.
0: The same month, on children. Ju- yeah, the same month on July twenty eighth, two thousand seventeen. Another Hawassong fourteen missile was launched. This one fired into heavily trafficked airspace and missing an Air France flight by a hundred kilometers or six sixty two miles, which it's close ish. It's closer than you want. You shouldn't yeah. be fucking
1: launching missiles just... Hey. I don't want to be that close to a missile on a plane. This seems willy-nilly. Yeah. Like, know? I know that's still a, a significant distance. Not that's enough. Not enough.
0: A missile in a plane will chew up 100 kilometers pretty fast.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: This increased belligerence by North Korea hadn't gone unnoticed by the rest of the world. And on August 5th, the U.N. Security Council applied huge sanctions on the country for its recent actions through Resolution 2371. This, I was drunk when I wrote that. This resolution banned North Korea from exporting coal, iron, lead, and seafood products and cost the country an estimated $1 billion, or a third of its export revenue. Which, fair enough.
1: Yep. Can't be doing that
0: shit. You're launching missiles all over the fucking place and freaking everybody out. You need to calm down.
1: Yeah.
0: Of course, North it's Korea... in the corner. Yeah. Time out, North Korea. Of course, North Korea wasn't put off by this, and state representatives shot back that, quote, we have already explained that unless the U.S. has... The USA's villainous policies and nuclear threats are solved and settled, our nuclear arms and ICBM will never be up for negotiation, and we will never give way in the path of nuclear development we have selected. The same day, August 5th, President Trump made remarks while golfing at one of his play one of his golf courses in New Jersey saying God. <laughs> Quote, North Korea best not make any more threats to the United States. They will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen. He has been very threatening, beyond a normal statement. And as I said, they will be met with fire, fury, and frankly, power the likes of which the world has never seen before.
1: Which, I'm going to call out the United States. So that's basically just posturing because North Korea doesn't have anything that you want. Resource-wise. Otherwise, you would have fucking actually done something.
0: Uh, They can't. There's
1: China. I know there's China.
0: There's the China consideration. Although, no, it's all fucked up. Mm. It's more the fact that they're a rogue state with powerful weapons. Everyone knows that China kind of... They give them help. It's almost like they're fucking poor shitty cousin who they're done with. (laughs) But they can't quite break that last tie, like... Your family, I can't totally X you out, but man, you're a fucking shitheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they fucking are. After this statement by Trump, North Korea threatened to fire four missiles into the Pacific Ocean near the American territory of Guam. Just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Just to do it. See, so
1: so you know that we can.
0: i like to see them explode. Fireworks! Yeah.
1: Happy 4th of July Jesus
0: Christ On August 9th A North Korea spokesman said that they had Operational plans for quote Making an enveloping fire At the areas around Guam With medium to long range Strategic ballistic missiles
1: Well yeah Yeah we
0: got a plan now We're that far advanced Yeah. On August 11th Trump said (laughs) Fucking Trump
1: Come at me bro
0: on August 11th, Trump said in a tweet, of course, well, that military solutions are now fully in place, locked and loaded, should North Korea act unwisely.
1: Come at me, bro. Now,
0: I'll say this about Trump. It's not wrong for a president to make a statement at this time
1: no, absolutely about not, North but Korea's the...
0: actions, but his phrasing and the fact that he's tweeting this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, North Korea is acting like a total shitheater.
1: Yeah, right? You have to say something.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. But saying you're locked and loaded and fire and fury and the power of which the world... is Just, dude. Yeah. These are not the things to say. You can even threaten them, but this is not the way. But, you know, who am I to say? In late August 2017, South Korea and America took part in a combined military exercise... It was a war game in the Pacific involving 50,000 South Korean soldiers, that. yep, and over 17,000 American troops. This was a yearly fucking exercise and it was actually a scaled-back version from the previous year where the Americans had sent 25,000 troops. Yeah. But still, you know, Kim Jong-un took this exercise as a direct threat to North Korea, and he saw it as the pretext for an attack on his country. Wow. To be fair, This has been done before. Well, we're just doing military exercises by your border. Yeah, right. Oh, which happened to be in your country. Whoops. Yeah. Near the end of the exercise on August 29th, North Korea tested another missile. But instead of winging it into the Sea of Japan like they had all the other missiles they had tested at this point, this launch flew over the Japanese island of Hokkaido. North Korea had launched multiple rockets over Japan before. These were all launching satellites and the Japanese had been warned about the launches. These are going to happen. Don't freak out. We're sending up a satellite. This was unannounced and just a missile test, which is a kind of a different thing. A little bit. Yeah. So a little recap. North Korea has left all diplomatic talks, basically. Mm -hmm. It's grown its fucking missile and nuclear capabilities to the point they're a huge threat. <laughs> they can theoretically hit the mainland United States. They've launched a, launched a missile over Japan. Trump is talking about fire and fury. North Korea has just threatened to launch bombs at Guam. Everything is escalating here in the summer and fall of 2017. So guess what happens? <laughs> September 3rd, 2017, North Korea busted out their biggest nuclear test yet, one which yielded about 50 to 260 kilotons. Not great. No, things get, yeah, this is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Two you weeks, don't want that. Nope. And two weeks later, the North Koreans put an exclamation mark on their latest tests by launching another missile that made it further than any other test missile, traveling 3,700 kilometers. And as, had they, and as they had done before, they launched this fucker right over Japan with no warning. Yeah. Things are escalating very quickly and very badly. Yeah. On September 19th, in light of the massively increasing tensions over the year, Trump addressed the UN General Assembly and, in reference to Kim Jong-un, said, quote, Rocket Man is on a suicide mission. Mm-hmm. Which I know, it's a stupid thing to say, but... It's also fucking accurate. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Apparently not amused with the Elton John reference, Kim Jong il threatened back by saying that Trump's speech, quote, convinced me rather than frightening me or stopping me that the path I chose is correct and that is the one I have to follow to the last. I will, <laughs> and then he followed it up with the line. I will surely and definitely tame the mentally deranged U.S. dotard with fire. <sighs> now, a little explanation. Dotard is apparently a Korean insult meaning old and weak. But. But dotard. Oh, holy just... shit. like I fucking almost pissed myself. <laughs> <laughs> the mentally deranged U.S. dotard. <clears throat> fucking hell. That was good. Speaking at the UN in, on September 24th, North Korea's foreign minister Ri Yong ho said, quote, none other than Trump himself is on a suicide mission. <laughs> in case innocent lives of the U.S. are harmed because of this suicide attack, Trump will be held totally responsible. Uh, things are escalating. Not to be outdone, Trump tweeted later the same day, quote, Just heard Foreign Minister of North Korea speak at the UN. If he echoes thoughts of Little Rocket Man, they won't be around much longer. <laughs> this is a stupid thing to say. Yeah. Later the next week, North Korea tried to spin this tweet into a declaration of war by the U.S.
1: I mean, I... it's not, but... It's not.
0: It's a... I could see how if you want to spin it, though.
1: Yeah, no, I get yeah. if you want to spin that.
0: It's not a no right declaration of war, but... It's
1: definitely a threat of war.
0: It's a step to it. I yeah. mean, if you're saying you're not going to be around, now I'm sure America would and Trump would try to spin it. I was talking with the foreign minister or whoever. Right. But, I mean, shit, with North Korea, even if you say that about Kim Jong-un, that's going to get you in trouble. What you doing, Lil? Pretty sure she's just skirting. You're just skirting. To put an exclamation on that point, on November 28, 2017, North Korea launched another missile, this one another ICBM, with the range to reach all of mainland America while carrying a full-sized warhead. So they've...
1: Hooray! Yeah,
0: the short bus now had the potential to nuke any city in the U.S. Mm. On New Year's Day, Kim Jong-un made a speech that contained multiple contradictory, contradictory sentiments. On one hand, he said, We must alleviate the acute military tension between North and South Korea and provide a peaceful environment on the Korean Peninsula. The North and the South must broadly hold contacts, visits, cooperation, and exchanges between them, resolve each other's misunderstanding and distrust, and fulfill their responsibility and the role as the main forces of reunification. On the other hand, he also said the entire U.S. mainland is on our nuclear striking range, and a nuclear button is always on our... On my office desk. (laughs) So,
1: you know. That's reassuring.
0: Yeah, South Koreans, we're starting to lighten up. Yeah. Want to gang up on America? I mean, like, you don't like them, do you? Time to beat up the bully. Yeah. Trump replied back later that day with a thinly veiled deck reference. Shocker. Well, someone from... Jesus, will someone from Kim Jong-un's depleted and food-starved regime please inform him that I, too, have a nuclear button, but it's a much bigger and more powerful one than his, and my button works. Which sounds like the words of a fiercely impotent man.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. He hasn't had an erection in years.
0: (laughs) Like, man, you seem to really put upon a... Put the point on. It works. <laughs> Too much emphasis on that
1: last bit yeah.
0: makes me wonder. No, it works.
1: Oh, it works. It's <laughs> just fine.
0: How you doing, man? My dick that's works. My wife. <laughs> I bought her though.
1: Yeah. Well, that's why she'll tell you that it works because mm. I paid for her. <laughs>
0: ah, I'd say the good old days, but. <sighs> so all this. This is the climate. Fucking Hawaii woke up to on January 13th,
1: 2018. Morning.
0: Yeah, when TV radio alerts were broadcast and smartphone messages were sent across the state at 8.07. Once again, that alert. Ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. reason I say it again is because I have to put the last historical bit on it. This message was sent from a place pretty close to fucking Pearl Harbor. And the last time a message in all caps that ended, this is not a drill, came out of Pearl Harbor was the Pearl Harbor attack.
1: Which was not a drill.
0: (laughs) Which was not a fucking drill. It turned out to be a real attack. Pretty bad. It's pretty good. Uh. They, They fucked shit up. Turned out not to work out so well for the Japanese in the end. No. Spoiler alert: If you're not sure how the Second World War in the Pacific ended, <laughs> it didn't go too great for the Japanese.
1: <laughs> yeah, my husband just put a spoiler alert on the end of World War Two.
0: You know, if you that was
1: really cute. <laughs> Some people might
0: not know. I don't know. Uh, but it's strange what people know and don't know sometimes. True. Yeah. Right. Although I think that's a pretty, almost everyone knows that
1: one. Uh, yeah.
0: The audio and visual message broadcast as a civil danger warning said, quote, the U S Pacific command has detected a missile threat to Hawaii. A missile may impact on land or sea within minutes. This is not a drill. If you are indoors, stay indoors. If you are outdoors, seek immediate shelter in a building. Remain indoors well away from windows. If you are driving, you're fucked.
1: Yeah, basically. (laughs) Yeah,
0: pull safely to the side of the road and seek shelter in a building or lay on the floor.
1: (laughs) Get under your desk, kids.
0: (laughs) We will announce when the threat has ended. This is not a drill. Take immediate action measures.
1: (laughs) Good morning. How's your
0: coffee? Yeah. For the next 38 minutes, people reacted in a multiple, multitude of fucking ways. <laughs> yeah, and they did. we'll do. get into all of it. But generally, almost everyone just tried to figure out what to do next. Mm. Like, that was the main feeling. The alert came with no real directions. There were... You know, on what to do or where to go. And people were left with no official word except a missile was screaming towards their islands on a random Saturday morning. Like, there's no follow-up. If you're here, go here. Here's where bomb shelters are. Blah, blah. Yeah, there's just... A fucking...
1: Good morning. You're fucked. Have a good day.
0: 8.07 in the morning on a Saturday. Yeah. All caps.
1: Hope you didn't want to sleep in this morning. (laughs) This is
0: not a drill.
1: Yeah. Fuck.
0: The people who were indoors at the time of the alert looked for the safest place to try to ride out the blast. While people outside or in their cars tried to make it to some kind of cover. That could get a little chaotic. Yeah. Yeah, I read some things about people. the highways, apparently. were just like, huh, that was an awfully fast car. <laughs> just blown by. I'm doing a 100. And that guy just blew by me like I'm standing still. Which I understand. Yeah. You're grooving along in your car listening to the radio, and that comes on. And you're just in the middle of the highway, not near fucking anything. Get on the floor of your car. Yeah, fucking no. Yeah,
1: no, that's not going to fucking save me.
0: <laughs> that's, that's, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, honestly, I read like. I mentioned a lot of the Reddit comments of people who went through it. And I found the one that really, there's one in particular, we're going to do a bunch because, you know, but one, this guy named Ryan ZQT, he kind of covers everything. And it hits a lot of the main points. Quote, I started off by trying to wake up my roommate to no avail. Then in extreme denial, I walked outside my home to see if everyone else was hysterically preparing for a disaster. There were crowds of people running to their cars from the beach. The freeway was completely blocked, and yet there were also elderly people who didn't get a notification, just watering their lawn as if nothing was happening.
1: Of course there were.
0: Yeah. Then I received a frantic call from my mom in California, in tears, saying how much she loved me, then calling my dad and two sisters, saying it could be the last time they might talk to me.
1: Yeah. Good morning. Yeah.
0: My sister who was 12 felt so rushed. She said she loved me but didn't know what else to say. I could hear my other sister who was 6 say, "How could Ryan be dying? There's no way." Which, I can, yeah, out yeah, of the right? blue, try to explain to a 6-year-old,
1: "Yeah, a ah! perfectly healthy brother is about to die."
0: Yeah. At this point, my biggest fear was no longer dying. It was the thought of my family I'm leaving behind. I told them how I live in an area with low population and away from military bases, and I should be fine with my water and food reserves. mid call, I received an incoming call from my uncle who lives on island. I figured he had important news that was relevant, so I told my family that I had to hang up. He told me that it was a false alarm. I proceeded to tell everyone else, and that concluded my most stressful 30 minutes ever. So I thought that covered it a lot because you have the highways are blocked. Yeah. People are, you know, if they're outside or scrambling inside, you have some old people who have no idea. And I'm sure some just other people who were just like,
1: well, fuck it. What am I going to do? Fuck it. You know, yeah.
0: and there are, you know, I'm just doing my regular thing. Yeah. And then the frantic family shit. and like, oh, shit. You have 30 minutes for this. Yeah. Almost 40. That's a lot
1: to fucking cram in.
0: Yeah. The frantic calls to loved ones were very common, and at least one person died of a heart attack after telling his family what he thought were his last goodbyes.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm surprised it
0: was only one.
1: Right. I am too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But not everyone went that way. So more comments from Rhonda, because these are the ones that I thought were like, (laughs) yeah. I'm going to, you know. Max 713, quote, cleared out the fridge and hid in it for six hours. Got the alert with 2% battery, so had no idea it was fake. Which I doubt, but uh, it was also, I think that was the time of the Indiana Jones yeah. movie. So I thought that was a reference to that, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> it's clever. Mm. KT Chauvet said, quote, finished making breakfast, ate it in my tub just in case. Which I totally feel that guy. Right.
1: I mean, I'm going to eat my breakfast. Just
0: eyeballs peering over the tub while I eat fucking cereal. I hope it doesn't happen, but I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. Fuse Pack. Quote, all I regret is filling my emergency water containers right behind my car. So now I'm blocked in the garage by 150 gallons of water. (laughs)
1: Good move, buddy.
0: (laughs) Those were ones I found particularly, like, yeah. Yeah. Others made life decisions they probably wouldn't have. With many reported relapses and other stories like this from Icarus Ken. Quote, I came out on social media. I don't completely regret it, but I have definitely lost some friends. And a lot of my relationships with my friends have become really awkward. Which totally sucks for that guy. Yeah. Like, you know...
1: But one. it also sucks that your friends aren't the kind of people who are cool. You had some shitty are, friends, right? Yeah. right?
0: Like, fucking, that's That's a shame that this is true. how you find out that yeah. your
1: friends are actually bigots.
0: Yeah, you might have, like, thinned out the herd of assholes a little bit. Yeah. Now. You get to restart with a better chunk of friends.
1: Yeah, right? Yeah.
0: I mean, you know. Obviously, we're assholes like that, but... Honestly, who fucking cares? Yeah. Also on the note of really awkward, I love this one. J-Man Master quote, My uncle and his family live in Hawaii. He's been cheating on his wife for two years. We all found out about it in a mass text he sent five minutes after the emergency <laughs> text went out. He wanted to clear the air before he died. Uh, uh. And then there were people who just underplayed the thread. Mm. Bag Snagger. Quote I was at a laundromat and my wife called me all panicked after receiving an alert on her iPhone. I told her it was probably a mistake because I didn't receive it on my Samsung phone and it must be a technical glitch or something. Also, it seemed like there should have been sirens, emergency news broadcasts, and a full-on national military notice rather than just a notice on Apple phones, right? Yeah. In hindsight, I was right and seemed like Joe Cool, but now I feel like I should have reacted more and taken it seriously. I don't want to be the... I don't want the last moments of my life to be me saying, it's probably nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Which, honestly, that's why I had that one because that is fucking me. (laughs) That is so me. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's nothing. (laughs) Oh, shit. (sighs) And uh, this guy wasn't alone because many others thought that the lack of a warning siren was very, very strange because they had tested sirens and whatnot. You know, they had heard them before. So they kind of figure and recently, which we're going to get to, but it was like, hey, wait a minute. Should yeah. there be some sirens? So, there was some split too. People like you know like that who are like, should there be more of a warning? Yeah. And that's why I feel this guy like. Yeah. Yeah. But still, yeah, I just yeah. love it. I don't want the last moments of my life to be me saying, that's yeah, it's probably nothing."
1: Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. Not your
1: like, panicking wife.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Of course, at that point, too, what are you going to do?
1: Yeah, right? Seriously. Yeah. What's the point of panicking? I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Like the environment? Hunker down, because panicking Um, won't change it.
0: Hunker down. (laughs) Uh, Not long after the alert was sent, the agency that sent the alert, the Hawaii Emergency Management Agency... <laughs> so they started trying to get the word out that it was a false alarm, but they found there was no way to send an instant counter alert.
1: <laughs> Somebody should have thought of you know building that into the system. But yeah. hey, yeah. what do I know?
0: Yeah. And this group, the based on this agency, the Hiema, which is the best way you know the acronym had to get authorization from the Federal Emergency Management Agency to send out the alert that the first message had been a false alarm. And this is how it took over 38 minutes for them to get the message out on the same channel that they had gotten. Yeah. And that alert did not go out till 8.45. Blocked from sending out an official all-platform-reaching false alarm, you know, something you just spam across, Everything, So it's like, sorry about that.
1: Yeah. Whoops.
0: HEMA did attempt to get the word out on their own Twitter and Facebook accounts as early as 820 or 13 minutes after the alert was sent out. But this isn't exactly like flashing a message across everyone's TVs and fucking phones saying there's a fucking missile coming in. Yeah, right. This is not fucking fake.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this is a little more subtle.
0: There are also politicians who try to use their social media to try to look and get the word across because yeah, right? they were informed also. Uh, the one I liked, fuck, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right. Hawaii's Governor David Ige, I-G-E is how you spell it. Mm. He said he tried to get on his Twitter, but he forgot his password. No, for sake! <laughs>
1: so so w- I forgot passwords. It we- wouldn't
0: have helped much. I just love the thought of him. For fuck's sakes. Oh, why was I thinking of that? When did I set the discount up?
1: Big boobs with a Z. <laughs>
0: exactly. Finally, after getting federal authorization, Hyemis... <laughs> Haima sent official word that there was no missile coming for Hawaii at all. And this message went out at eight forty five AM. And about a million and a half people on the island breathed a huge motherfucking sigh of relief.
1: A little bit. Because
0: holy shit, that was a long thirty-eight minutes. Yeah. So you just live through Probably this. The
1: longest 38 minutes of their life. Hopefully the yeah. longest 38 minutes of
0: their life. Yeah, that is a very good point. Cause so I'm sure there are some people on that island who were like, ah, this wasn't even that bad. Yeah, right. You know what I've been through, motherfucker?
1: Right. Yeah. You get nothing. See, <sighs> so this bothers me. Ah!
0: So you just live through this. What do you do next?
1: <laughs> up on Pornhub, apparently.
0: Apparently you get on Pornhub and you yank it fucking furiously. <laughs> Because after the, after the alert, a large part of the population in Hawaii went to Pornhub to jack or rub one out. Yep. Turns out the entire ordeal had an interesting effect on Pornhub, who saw a massive decrease in traffic during the crisis.
1: Yeah, which makes well, sense.
0: They saw a decrease of 77% compared to a normal Saturday morning.
1: That's significant.
0: Yep which makes sense it is hard to finish
1: yeah right not really focused here
0: <laughs> i'm just mashing it
1: yeah this is not working this is
0: going nowhere yeah this uh... was followed by a spike in traffic 48 over the usual at 901 a.m <laughs> just 16 minutes after it became clear that it was a false alarm Woo! <laughs>
1: now i can focus
0: Going to the bathroom with a laptop. Don't even ask. (laughs) You know what's happening. Yeah. I'm not writing. Yeah. Not
1: researching. No. I am jacking it. Yeah. I need the laptop and the lotion. (sighs) God.
0: So I also liked on January 16th of 2018, only three days after Hawaii's false alarm. Japan had a similar alarm sent out. Oh, Christ. Yep. A new staffer at NHK or Japanese Broadcast Corporation, which for Canadians and I'm sure some Americans are aware of, that would be like our equivalent of the CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Or
1: American PBS.
0: Kind of, but PBS doesn't do... It's a little different because CBC is a government. That's fair. Yeah, and so it is seen as a major news source you know what I mean whereas yeah. PBS yeah, is I public really yeah. yeah so there's it's more like CBC is closer to the BBC not in quality but in that type of it's government funded. every now and then
1: they swing out a hit though like shitt's Creek was pretty funny oh freaking. god yeah. yeah and
0: I'm not saying it's just you know usually if something's made by the CBC whether it's good or bad you can tell it's made by the <laughs> yeah. CBC yeah. Oh, yeah I've seen lots of good low budget CBC shit shitt's Creek was actually good budget and yeah. good everything yeah yeah it's very good so a new staffer at the NHK, like we just explained, is like the CBC or BBC for Japan, sent out an erroneous alert about a North Korean missile fired at Japan to 300,000 followers of its NHAK, or sorry, NHK News and Disaster Prevention Service. Whoops! That's over a quarter of a million people. Yeah. The alert stated, "Quote: North Korea appears to have fired a missile." Seek shelter inside buildings and basements before retracting the statement five minutes later. Big difference there.
1: Yeah. Still, you don't want to say it in the first place unless you mean it. Especially not to Japan. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's no collective trauma over missiles landing on them. At all, right?
0: It was more bombs. Yeah. I don't think they're going to make that. You're splitting hairs here. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming out of the sky, and it's got explosives. We're worried. Yeah, yeah, a
1: little bit. Wait, have we done this before? Yeah, I feel yeah. like we've done this before a couple times. Didn't go well.
0: <sighs> so after finding out they weren't about to be blown away <laughs> by a weird little North Korean dictator, oh, almost everyone in Hawaii. America, and the world wanted to know how the fuck this happened mm-hmm. and why did
1: it take so long to get the second message out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seriously. The first part. Especially. The, <laughs> I mean, the first part, seriously. It's just funny. But the second part, how, why the fuck?
0: It's pretty simple. It's dumb, but so simple. It's going
1: to be so dumb. It's going to make me so mad. Yeah. Because I use a system that lets me message lots of people
0: yep yep but it has the ability to let you message a bunch of people
1: yep yeah
0: the first part of this how it happened turned out to be pretty simple it came down to an unplanned drill a shift change and one employee that was either trigger happy incompetent or generally unfit for his job, or maybe just a combination of the three.
1: Right. Maybe he was on 240 milligrams of edibles. I don't it know. Could,
0: it kind of sounds like it. There's, he hasn't been named that I could find. Yeah. There's an interview with him, and he sounds like the most dumb-witted shit fucking, oh, my God. Durp. I thought, nutty. I shouldn't do southern drawl. That's not even fair. Just straight, I thought it was real. No, I thought at the time I thought it was real. Just that stupid type of doubling down where <laughs> you're just so dumb there's no argument.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck?
0: This employee who was a 10-year veteran had a track record of poor performance was and he was somehow the one left with the final decision to send the alert. He's the one that was up on his computer screen, and he's the one who clicks the button that sent the true false alert all across Hawaii that a missile was coming in. Now, the entire sequence of events that led to the alert started at 8.05 a.m. This was shortly after a shift change, and... For some fucking reason, a supervisor decided to conduct an unplanned drill. Right at a shift change. Let's do it. Which makes sense, though. I mean, for a missile place, you don't get to fucking say, "Send the missile." Two p.m. is perfect. We're nice and into our shift. Everyone's there that we need. You know the, yeah. So fair enough. But still, shift changes is when shit happens. It uh, Chernobyl. Yeah. Yeah. What are we doing? Hmm? huh oh shit this supervisor contacted emergency management workers and the guise of an officer for US Pacific Command and said there was a missile from North Korea headed for Hawaii despite the fact that this call started and ended with the supervisor saying exercise 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 the unnamed 10-year veteran employee working for Hiema either misheard this or disregarded it, and he treated the drill like it was reality. Roger, is this real? Yeah. I can't tell if it's real anymore. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I don't know what's it's real anymore. I'm just going to go with it.
0: Franny, is this real? It feels
1: good to push the button.
0: I can't tell if this is real anymore.
1: I've always wanted to push the button. So... I think you just
0: nailed it right there, honestly. I think you nailed it. I've always wanted to push that button. Yeah. Yep. Five or six other workers near this guy heard the same call, and they all had no problem differentiating this from a real call, but somehow this dude did not.
1: Yeah. Weird.
0: On his computer, the employee went through a drop-down menu for sending an emergency alert. And instead of picking the option for test missile alert, he chose missile alert. Hmm. This was followed by a safety message that asked, quote, Are you sure you want to do this? Which the employee answered yes to. He even, he even had no. He could still get out of
1: it. Yeah, but he wants to push the button.
0: He wanted to push the button. Yeah. And that was it. There were no further safeguards to make sure someone didn't fuck up and send this alert by mistake. There was no secondary person to check it out and make sure everything's good.
1: We trust Billy over here.
0: <laughs> Fucking ding dong over there. who has been just shitting the bed for a decade. Yeah, right? Yeah. Give him final call. With this Uh, The infamous alert was sent across Hawaii Just two minutes after the drill had begun (laughs) Shit happens fast when everything goes wrong Or when you're dealing with one totally incompetent fucking idiot Who can't tell a drill from reality When their supervisor yells Exercise, exercise, exercise And the half dozen people around you understand
1: Uh, It's
0: an exercise Weird (sighs) <laughs> when the mistake was realized, the order to stop further messages from being sent was made. So, oh shit, stop sending these fucking messages! Yeah, they were able to do that, but only it took a second because the employee in question, once again, this ten-year idiot, he froze and did nothing. What? He had to do it from his computer, and apparently, he did nothing. The freeze was apparently so long. That one of his coworkers had to physically step, oh, like, go over him and physically use his computer and click through.
1: Does to- he just want to watch the world burn? I don't get it.
0: I don't get this guy either in any way.
1: <laughs> yeah, because that's a
0: big freeze,
1: right? Like, I get being flustered for a minute.
0: Yeah. But flustered to the point
1: that somebody has to go over me.
0: Yeah, like literally reach around because there's no way if you're sitting at a desk with a computer, someone's got to reach around physically around right? your body to get there, and you're just sitting there like a stupid fucking lump. Yeah. He, he what wanted the
1: fuck man. He wanted to hit the button. Yeah, he wanted to hit the button. He
0: wanted to hit the button.
1: Yeah, that's fucking weird.
0: This goon later gave interviews where he said he was 100% sure the exercise was real and he had done the right thing. He went on to say that the mistake wasn't his, but a systematic failure he had nothing to do with. dis a great. Yep. And he said he had done exactly what he was trained to do. I will also point out... um, This is an episode we'll be doing at some point because it's one of my favorite stories. Uh, The Iran Air 455. Yeah. When the USS Vincennes blew it up. Those people said the same thing. Yeah. And they shot a fucking airliner that was ascending away from their ship, which was also in a place where it shouldn't have been. They mistook that for an attacking F-14 and shot it down. and. It was pretty bad. It was pretty fucking bad. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. It's pretty fucking horrible.
1: Not great. No.
0: An internal review by Hyema disagreed with the employee's claims he had done nothing wrong. He was moved to a less vital job after the false alarm before he was outright fired on January 26th. After the internal review pretty much dropped responsibility for the alert being sent at this guy's feet. Yeah. It admitted that there were problems with the system, but it concluded that if this guy had been even somewhat competent at his job, an alert never would have been sent out. On two previous occasions, this guy had mistaken drills for real-life events, so this was not a one-off occurrence. He had a habit of seeing what he wanted to see. But fuck. Shouldn't have uh Haima have you done put something about
1: anyone like that in charge of something so critical? He
0: did it twice before. Why is he still yeah, the right? last guy? Yeah, yeah, he's your goalie. You want a good goalie?
1: Yeah, that just yeah. makes no sense to me.
0: Hmm, he's Thank- your last line of defense of everything, you know. Yeah, he should.
1: That's not someone you hand more responsibility to. He... Jesus Christ.
0: He needs to follow instructions clearly. And if his supervisor yells, exercise a bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently... It doesn't
1: mean do a bunch of push-ups.
0: Uh, the head of Haima, Vern Miyagi, took the high road, sort of. Although the report stated he had personally done nothing wrong and he had nothing to do with the false alert, he resigned from his post. He explained that as the head of the organization, any failure of this scale was a failure of his as well as the employees, and only his resignation would give the agency a clean record again.
1: That, I mean, that, that's a class move. I do, because
0: that is also saying it was systematic, but it's also him. Yeah. You know, like, he fucked up, obviously, but... but.
1: Yeah. The system's also fucked. Right. And for that, I take responsibility. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We should have that that's basically saying exactly what we just said. He shouldn't have been in that position. That was my fault. That was exactly. someone above him. Whose fault it was, I'll take the heat for it. Yep. Yeah, and the FCC also investigated it and came to the exact same conclusion that yeah, you needed someone more competent there, more safeguards in the thing. But Jesus Christ,
1: why the fuck yeah. was this guy ever put in this desk?
0: The second part of the investigation looked into why it took so long for hyema to send the false alarm message. Mm. And the answer was quite simple. The computer program they used had no way to instantly resend an emergency alert if a false one was sent out. There was no way to do it. Period. You could send a really
1: dumb system. You could
0: send alerts, and that was basically it. They could send another alert of something else, but Mm tornado alert on top you know there's no way to say oh shit that last alert
1: mm. yeah fucked up. you'd think that that should have just been a fucking option i know you never intended to send out a false alarm but maybe have one to say the alert has ended yeah or the threat has ended yeah so because i mean especially like you're hawaii you should have a tsunami one yeah so you would think.
0: Yeah, yeah, I find it quite amazing, but yeah, yeah apparently the system had <sighs> no way to resend alarms. Like instantly, you basically had to get clearance, and because that's why they needed clearance. To put it mildly. People in Hawaii were a little pissed that one idiot had sent a false alarm that terrified the entire state and there had been no way to tell people the message was a mistake for almost 40 minutes. Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard, who had tweeted very early during the crisis that it was a false alarm, so she was ultra pissed because, you know, she's pounding social media to be like, seriously? Yeah. Yeah.
1: This isn't real. Stop freaking out.
0: She said that the incident was, quote, a taste of the stark reality of what we face here of a potential nuclear strike in Hawaii. Which, ah, yeah. that's pretty terrifying. Lovely place. I love Hawaii. Mm. They have wonderful things and tons of sharks. <laughs> I've it heard the people like are sense. lovely. Yeah, you
1: know. right?
0: Yeah. Hyema took the brunt of the criticism, with some people calling in death threats to employees. Yeesh. On top of the firing of the employer responsible and Miyagi's resignation, they put in more safeguards to make sure this type of thing could never happen again due to one person fucking up.
1: Yeah, you might have wanted to do that in the first place, but at least you did it after this.
0: Yeah, because they finally did put it institute that you needed two people to sign off. On sending.
1: Gee, you didn't think that that was necessary in the first place?
0: That's like one of the simplest first things you do. So if someone makes a mistake, the other person's like, oh, wait a minute. Dude, you're on edibles and you misheard that.
1: Right? Christ. (laughs) Everything should have to go through two sets of eyes. That's just how it is. Yeah,
0: right. Now, luckily, 2018 also saw the lessening of tensions. Did I skip something? No, it's just really high. <laughs> Luckily, in 2018, there was a lessening of tensions between North Korea and America, with North Korea cutting way down on its missile tests, and America subsequently cutting down on its rhetoric. This actually culminated in the 2018 North Korea US Singapore summit on June 12, 2018. This was the first ever meeting between leaders of the two countries and led to agreements about the security guarantees of North Korea, new peaceful relations, and denuclearization of the North Korean Peninsula, the recovery of soldiers' remains, and follow-up negotiations between high-level officials. Which really came to nothing.
1: No, never does. But
0: still, at least... It was a step in a better direction, especially compared to 2017. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. This uh, de-escalation continued for a number of years, and in fact, North Korea didn't test another missile until March 2021. bad. bad. And that is the Hawaiian missile scare. Uh,
1: the fun one. It
0: is. It's you know, it's fucking horrific. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, stampedes of people in some places. Right. Yeah, because I know there were a lot of outdoor sporting events. Luckily, not that many, because it's still 8 in the morning. But I know there was, like, a track thing going on where there's footage of it where you can just see people fucking fleeing. Yeah. It's like, man, it's also, it's not the usual type of fleeing you see where people are just kind of jogging.
1: No, it's like zombie apocalypse fleeing.
0: This is Sprint. These people are flying, and it's like... (laughs) You're carrying a fucking folding chair in one hand and a baby in the other, and you were flying like an Olympic sprinter. Like, the fucking gunshot just went. Like, holy shit. Gotta get
1: to shelter, man.
0: You people are scared. Yeah. Like, and, yeah, footage from the highways and shit. Those people are scared. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. That's a different level of fear.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can't even.
1: Yeah, right? No.
0: Other than shitting myself, which yeah, I no, guarantee. Death is coming
1: for you now.
0: Yeah. The best you can do is get in a basement. Yeah. Yeah. Meh. Try to ride out the storm. Exactly. That doesn't sound fun. No. I would rather not.
1: No. Edibles. Meh.
0: Yeah, and that was the Hawaiian vessel crisis, and it all came down to one fucking one ding I dong. Can't believe that dude. Like just, uh, and he had done it twice before.
1: That's the like, Jesus christ
0: those are warning you signs don't
1: put that per- like it just doesn't it blows my mind
0: he needs a lower level job yeah that's what Very it comes down to yeah two people signing off on it and that guy out of the fucking way doing something else yeah that's not absolutely critical Yeah. Oh, God, <sighs> do you like that one I ruined the Hawaiian missile crisis for my honey.
1: Uh he's just such a dumbass.
0: Which one, though? Because, I mean, like so this is where I'll add my personal note. I tried to keep it out of the story as much as possible and just make fun of them both.
1: Oh, they're all dumbasses.
0: But, yeah, I despise Trump. Everything about him. Everything about him was gross and disgusting and sleazy and greasy. But I don't care who you are as a president. What Kim Jong-un is doing is unacceptable. Yeah. Like...
1: You can't just let it slide.
0: You, you can't just... So he had to say things and do yeah. things. And the fact that he did de-escalate, I will even give him credit for that. Right? Because there is a de-escalation the next year. Yeah. But Jesus, when you're talking about fire and fury from a golf course on fucking Twitter. Like, what are you doing? I would ask you... No He's
1: m- playing a video game.
0: I would ask, do you know anything about discretion? And then I remember we're talking about Donald Trump. Yeah, right. I mean, Who? Just, what? You know? Yeah. What's that? Just not much. I refuse.
1: Huh.
0: So, if you like that story, feel free to rate, review us on iTunes, Spotify. Follow us.
1: All give the reviews. Dances.
0: Dance us. <laughs> dance Do the worst dance.
1: Oh, God, what is the
0: worst? Yeah, there are lots of them. I know them all. Or you can just tell people about her bullshit, of course. Yeah,
1: right.
0: Shout out to our producer, Maggie Gorman. Hello. Who's parent? What was a producer? You said of porn a producer. Porn producer. Yeah. She's got she a got credit. A producer
1: credit because she did some assisting. <laughs> That's
0: fucking hilarious. I know, right? Yeah. Hey, Maggie. <laughs> and unless Honey has anything to
1: add.
0: Oh. Until next time, have fun and play safe.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: You can email us at mental at gmail.com and you can find us on social media at mental illness theater, the worst on Facebook, mental illness theater on Patreon and unicorn holes on Instagram.